Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 80. How gratitude can change your life. Episode 80. That That's, seems kind of cool. That is. It's pretty epic. I don't know why it's not as epic as 100. I'm ready for that 100 episode. Ooh, what are we going to do for 100? I don't know. we got to brainstorm. Do something like really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Like we'll a, a special, special guest. <laughs> okay. I think all of our guests have been special, special. Yeah, but I mean, like, like we have George Bush on or oh, something like that. Okay, well, that yeah, that would be, you know, <laughs> be Justin Bieber, maybe. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, this week, at the time of this recording, is Thanksgiving, which is why we're talking about yes, gratitude. Yes. Obviously, easy plug there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's no, it's yeah, it's next week. Sorry, not this week. Thanksgiving's next week. Yes, but we're not going to do a podcast right. next week. So this right. is our Thanksgiving podcast. Yes, our gratitude, my favorite. Yeah, I, I love Thanksgiving. And it's been good to you this year. You, you, uh, Every once in a while I catch you guys up on Jordan's extremely fast-growing <laughs> social media platform. It's on not fast-growing. Instagram. Yeah, it is. The you reels added are. Like Some of my reels are. 10,000 followers in the past couple months. It, well, that's not a humongous deal, but the actual like videos themselves did kind of take off the, I do this Thanksgiving thing and I've done it for years now and I didn't think it was like cool, but I put it up and you basically put like butcher paper down on the table and I put the plates out and trace the plate and then add the guest name. Anyway, it's, it's not like mind blowing, but it got, I think it's at 4 million views right now, which Stupid. is just so wild. But what I love so about dumb. that, I spend so much time trying to create quality life-changing content and you do. on my instagram and you know you do i measure my stuff in thousands <laughs> you measure your stuff in millions that's not true i don't have many of those but it is I, what i love about that is thinking like that idea might be seen around the country this year like lots of people trying it and being excited yeah, to try it i just cool. think that's so fun anyways changing thanksgiving around the country shut up oh my one butcher paper I'm on not the changing table at it. A time. I'm not changing it through my food, so I might as well change it through my decor and creativity. No, I you're guess. doing a great job with it. I think it's awesome. But I do not contribute very highly in the food department, so yeah, you do. You do the turkey. I'm excited. I, I don't know what to do this year. I've done smoked turkey on the green egg, mm-hmm. which was delicious. I also, two years ago for the first time, did a fried turkey, mm-hmm. which I thought was delicious. I've toyed around with the possibility of doing smoking it for a while. Some people do this and then kind of flash frying it at the end. Oh, they call it smoke fry. Smoke fry? Yeah, like smoke fry, like smoke fried. So you so, do both, yeah. So I'm thinking about that. It just depends if I have enough time. It's a long process for me because I like the turkey has to thaw and then I brine it for like two days before. So this is like, it's like a week long process. Oh my gosh. It is though. I mean, it takes a long time and I'm, I don't have that level of like commitment to anything food related. So I appreciate it and it's going to be delicious. Yeah, No, it, it will be. What's your favorite like Thanksgiving memory? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Um, I don't know that I have like a strong memory, like one single memory. Um, Cause I think growing up, like I was excited about Thanksgiving, but not really. I was like, Oh, it's food basically uh-huh. where, you know, when you're little, you're like, I could just care about Christmas. Like, right. What do I get on yeah. Thanksgiving? Um, but I think I just love everybody being together, like our, our extended family being together. Cause mm-hmm. rarely does that happen in a year where everybody's kind of around the table together. Christmas is not that way. Cause you're, everybody's at their own houses. Right. Totally. Um, so I think that's fine. What's yours? Yeah. 
I have I have a lot of great Thanksgiving memories. One that really stands out to me for some reason was it's probably 14 years ago. All the boys were little. Brewer would have been two. Um, but it, we were all at my grandparents' house and extended family, my Uncle Rick and his wife Lisa, and their three boys were there too. And uh, we did a football game mm-hmm. uh, out in the yard. Like Grandpa was there playing. Grandma was out there. Everybody. Yeah participated in it and i don't know that's just that's, that's a fun. really fun memory for me yeah and i actually saw some pictures the other day from that so really? that's probably why it's forefront of my mind yeah. but i love thanksgiving i obviously love christmas as well thanksgiving is just different i don't even compare the two and what i do love about thanksgiving is the slow nature of it i mean mm-hmm. there's some work we just talked about food prep and all that but it you know the I love the presents and Christmas morning and all the energy. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Where Thanksgiving doesn't seem quite as much work and more quality time. Yeah, it is slower for sure. And you don't get as sad when it's over like you do at Christmas. Yes, because you know Christmas is just down the road. I know. You get so sad when Christmas is over. Um, yeah, no, I, I do like it. It's, it is slow, like you said, and just being able to just enjoy and stuff ourselves it. silly with food. And I'm, I am a fan. I can't wait for mashed potatoes. And that is the end of my... Thanksgiving diatribe. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Wait. How gratitude can change your life. Yep. Wait, wait, what was the name of the turkey again? Smo. Smo fry. Smo fry. Okay. I okay. just had that in my mind. Smo okay. fry. All right. I got it. Okay. So uh, let's dive into this because I think this is a very important topic that shouldn't be reserved just for the week of Thanksgiving because I think Thanksgiving is more than a holiday. It should be a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. And as you know, I'm a lifelong student of human behavior, and I have extensively researched this question of how can small changes account for radical differences when it comes to achievement and growth mm-hmm. for human beings. And uh, you've heard me talk about this before, too, but scientific research has demonstrated there's really only a 0.1% difference between the genetic makeup of all human beings. Yeah. So when we talk about high-level performance— it's the tiniest of shifts in perspective that play a huge role in distinguishing high achievers in all areas of life. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a whole podcast before on, I, I call it the perfect day exercise, right? Where it kind of walks you through discovering like how to create a day where you are performing at your best. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. And for me, I identified five things and made an acronym out of it called vital. These are the five things that are vital for me every day. And they are validation, inspiration, thankfulness, which is the one we're talking about today, activity and love. Mm -hmm. Those are the five things I need some form of that every single day for me to be at my best. Yeah. And so thankfulness is a big part. And and there's really, it's so simple, but there's really just two key components to gratitude and it's you affirm the good things that you've received or experience and then acknowledging the role that other people play in providing our lives with goodness mm-hmm. it's really that simple yeah. but so few of us actually engage in any kind of regular practice of gratitude yeah it's, we practice gratitude when something goes right you know yes. like it's like oh i'm grateful for that but it's when it's like a big moment, you don't think about it in the small little things. I was doing laundry earlier today and I thought, I'm really grateful I have a washing machine, Yeah, you know, which I would never normally think like, oh, I'm grateful for that. But I, I am like, there's people who don't have that. And 
um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it is, it's hard to kind of do your mind shift a little yeah. bit of how to actively practice that and how really it does shift your mindset. Yeah. But think about this in that moment in the laundry room, what's another thought that you could have had, or maybe I you hate have doing more laundry. Off- there you go. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. see how that, that little shift just kind of changes everything about your mood, the activity, mm-hmm. the energy you have going into that. It, yeah. it changes everything. It's amazing to me when you look at the research of what they linked to gratitude, the wide range of benefits, everything from strengthening your immune system, improving your sleep patterns, feeling more optimistic and experiencing more joy and pleasure, being more helpful and generous, all those things, feeling less isolated, all those things tie back to some kind of regular practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I just think one of the most powerful ways that you can rewire your brain and have more joy and less stress is to focus on gratitude. Yeah, I like it. So I just want to, very practical, just five things that can help you become a more grateful person. Okay. okay? First one is this, and I've talked about this endlessly, but keep a gratitude journal. Yep. I think it is the, and I don't care if you do it daily, if you do it three times a week, if you do it weekly, keeping a gratitude journal for me has been the most like practical exercise I do to keep my mind in a state of gratitude. Yeah. And you told me before this podcast, you had a season where you stopped doing it just because of busyness and how much it shifted. You didn't even realize that that absence is what was causing maybe more stress or a different like mindset. Yeah. In fact, you and I debated a couple of weeks ago if we were going to do this episode because it seems a little bit predictable to talk about gratitude on the week of Thanksgiving. Then it hit me. I'm like, wait, Pete, for like, Two years straight, every day you kept your gratitude list. Mm -hmm. And I stopped this summer, not intentionally. It was probably we were gone on a couple vacations, back to back. And I got out of the habit. And it has impacted me. There's no doubt about it. And I was like, wow, if I, who sometimes, you know, am a self proclaimed gratitude expert, (laughs) if (laughs) I got out of that habit, who else needs this reminder that this is an important part of their life? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I do. I think the gratitude journal, I, I prefer to do it daily. It's how I start my day. Some people do it at the end of their day. Uh, I actually read an article this week talking about they believe it was better not to do a daily gratitude exercise, but to do it weekly. So who knows? You know, I, I think it comes down to personal preference. But for me, I like to start my day with here's some things I'm grateful for because doing it at the beginning of the day for me, is training my mind to then spend the rest of the day mm-hmm. looking for ways to confirm all of those things I'm grateful for. That's good. Yep. So that's number one. Keep a gratitude journal. Number two, measure the gain, not the gap. Mm-hmm. This has been a whole podcast episode for us too. Yeah, yeah. But I think what some people do and why they get stuck not living a grateful life is that they're always focusing on the gap. And the gap is this gap. We all have this gap. It's the gap between who you are today and who you want to be or what you want to achieve, right? There's always going to be that gap there. And you can focus on that gap, which is not going to lead to gratitude, or you can choose to focus on the gain. And when you focus on the gain, what you're doing is you're not focusing on how far you still have yet to come, right, to your achievements or becoming the person you want to be, but you're looking back at how far you've come. Yeah, that's good. And when I look back on my life, I look back five years ago, when I look back 10 years ago, I'm overwhelmed with how much goodness has happened in my life. I'm overwhelmed with how great God has been to me, what he's gifted me with. It's all 
grace. Mm-hmm. And it just develops a more grateful heart. That's good. Yeah. So gratitude journal, measure the gain, not the gap. The third thing is share your gratitude with others. Hmm. And and this is interesting because I think a lot of people have numerous grateful thoughts throughout their day, but they don't verbalize them. Yeah. And I think actually verbalizing it is essential to like strengthening that gratitude muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. If you think it, say, say it. it. That's good. If you think it, say it. Right. Because this spirit of gratitude we're all trying to develop is not just for our own benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It strengthens your immune system. Yes. It gives you more joy. It does all those things we've talked about. But when you express the gratitude, now you start impacting the people around you mm-hmm. as well. That's good. And I think it's really important to, when you have the, and we've all done this, right? You've been driving down the road and you've thought about a friend that's been really good to you. And you're like, I need to call them sometime and just say, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. And then you don't, you get busy, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guy, uh, I just read his book and I've thought all week long since I read that book, it's been almost a week ago now, I need to just reach out to him and say, thank you for writing this book. It's, it's having an impact on my life. And I still haven't done it, like, but I think about it all the time. It's like I need to express that. Yeah. I yeah. think it's important. Yeah. All right, so that's the first three. Number four is go through the motions, right? Um, and this sounds a little counterproductive, yeah. but I, I think it's really important. Grateful motions include smiling, saying thank you, writing letters of appreciation and gratitude. And by going through the grateful motions, you'll trigger the emotion of gratitude more often. Hmm. So, you know, it's like um, when someone opens the door for you, saying thank you. When, mm-hmm. when someone in your house does something kind. Again, it, it feels like going through the motions, but I think it actually triggers the emotion. Yeah, it it's, reminds me of like when you and I do household things like you emptied the dishwasher or you did the laundry. It's like, it can be really easy for that to just feel like, well, yeah, that's your part of your role, like expected, you know? But I feel like we've tried to be really intentional with, thank you for doing that. Thank you for washing the dishes because otherwise it, it starts to not just feel like a role, you know? And, and it does immediately make you feel seen and appreciated, even though you know, just as well that this is just part of, you know, having a dishwasher you have to unload it this is just part but when it is something that other people can affirm it just feels good and it makes you want to do it for them you know that's right yeah that really gets to a whole nother point i wasn't even going to talk about this but like it's i think it is important if you really want to become a grateful person one of the quickest ways to do it is to um reduce your expectations so what happens and this is you see this most often in a in a romantic relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, but it plays across all relationships. You have certain expectations, like you just mentioned the trash. Mm-hmm. If your expectation is that I always take the trash out, then what happens when I take the trash out is at best I get back to zero with you. Yeah. Yeah. At best, right? Uh, yeah. That's all I can do is get back to zero. You don't really feel loved by that. I don't really get any credit for that, mm-hmm. right? So when you reduce the amount of expectations you have of the people around you, mm-hmm. it opens up your heart to receive the things they do as like going past zero, yeah. right? You, you become grateful for yeah. those things. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You pointed that out. <laughs> I'm going to have to change the whole title now. Nugget. It's going to be six things, right? Yeah. But no, it's it's, yeah, that's it's good. Fine. So I, I just think it's... So Go keep a gratitude it. journal. Measure the gain, not the gap. Share gratitude with others. Go through the motions. Do the th- say thank you, right? 
And then the fifth thing is practice gratitude for the little things. So again, I think you mentioned this towards the beginning of the podcast. It's easy to be grateful for the big moment, like when you get that raise mm-hmm. at work or when you have a child. It's like, I'm so great. It, th- these big moments in life kind of stand out and those tend to be the things we focus on and we express gratitude towards. Mm-hmm. But again, this is about it becoming a lifestyle, which yeah. means... That in your typical day, you don't have a lot of these huge, you know, you don't get a raise every day. You don't have a kid every day. You don't get proposed to every day. So you got to have to have to find a way to be grateful for the small things. Yeah. You know, reminding yourself when you're eating a meal, like, wow, like we, we have access to food. And it's funny, you know, growing up in the Christian tradition, at least the Christian tradition I was brought up in, you prayed before every meal. Mm-hmm. And I used to think that was so legalistic. Like, why do we have to pray before every meal? But it was a great way to insert into something very common, eating a meal, that we're grateful. This isn't owed to us, mm-hmm. right? This is a gift that our family is able to gather and eat together. Yeah. It, when you said practice get it, or practice gratitude for the little things, it reminded me of how much, in my opinion, that gratitude creates presence yeah so like you know i if you're if you're aware and acknowledging those little things it makes you more present it makes you like able to kind of dive into the moment like i think about a lot of times i'll be sitting with pepper and we've talked about this in the past sometimes like being a mom or a dad to a tiny one or even not so tiny can feel so redundant and being like, okay, I don't want to watch this again, or I don't want to, but I found myself on the couch this week just being like, I'm so grateful she's little enough to fit on my lap. Yeah. And I just sat there and really like enjoyed it. Whereas if I was wishing it away, I I would hate to not have these memories, you know? And so I just think gratitude also just makes you more present Mm -hmm. and able to like fully enjoy what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. My, to have constant gratefulness, you also have to have constant mindfulness, mm-hmm. right? You you have to be present in that moment. You have to be aware of how good that food yeah. tastes, yeah. right? Like this, actually savor yeah. a good meal or a good drink or a moment where you're with your friends and you're laughing. Like mm-hmm. you have to be present in that moment to really yeah. be grateful for that moment. Yeah, exactly. But be grateful that you have the family members that you do around your Thanksgiving table. Cause next year you may not like not to be morbid, but you know, I think about my grandma and you know, it would be easy for me to sit at the table and be like, yep, she's here again. Yep. But then if she's not here one day, I will wish that I was more present and like, like soaking just, up that yeah, moment. soaking up the moment. Um, cause you don't know what tomorrow brings, but yeah, I think it's, it's such a impactful mindset. Yeah. There's a direct correlation again at, didn't plan on going here, but between mindfulness and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you wake up in the morning, you can be present in that moment of waking up and saying, I'm grateful for a good night's sleep last night. I'm grateful that I still have air in my lungs. Mm-hmm. Or you can wake up, not be present in that moment, and immediately jump to all the things you have to do that day, yeah. which does not <laughs> create <laughs> gratitude in your heart. No. It's going to create anxiety and stress. Yeah. So it really is about being mindful and being present in these moments. And you know, I, I think you can't be grateful for something you feel entitled to. The moment you feel entitled to it, you can't be grateful yeah. for it. And so for me, it's always been about how many things can I move off the I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to this relationship. I'm entitled to making this amount of money. I'm entitled to this car, you know, or to the house I sleep in, whatever. 
once I move it off of that, I'm entitled to it. I can then become grateful for it. Yeah, that's good. That's really so, good. And a grateful person can find a blessing in any situation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, again, it's all about perspective. And this is why I love it. It's like lately, you know this, Jordan, we've had so many car problems. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've had a car or one of our kids has had a car well, we at have the mechanic. Every every boy has a car and we have cars so there's a good yeah, chance five cars <laughs> but yeah it's been a mess it is Batteries. there's always a, and again here's the difference i can focus on oh gosh this costs this much i've got to drop the car off i got to pick it up or i can stop for a second and say even owning a car puts me in the top six percent of wealth in the world mm. the top six percent of what just by owning a car like how i should be so grateful for that and mm-hmm. we don't just have one car we have five cars and not only do we have five cars we also have a garage it cannot park all five cars mm-hmm. only two but i have a house for my cars mm-hmm. like it's cra- it's insane when you really start to think about how many things we have in our life to be grateful for yeah. and and i really do believe that Practicing gratitude for the little things like the car you drive, the house you live in, the bed you sleep in, the people you have in your life. Just once you get going with that habit, it really changes your complete perspective about the life that you're living. Yeah, that's good. I love it. It's more than a holiday. It's a lifestyle. It is. And you are such a model for that. Like you don't just talk about it. You really do live that. I have seen the unbelievable impact it's had in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, I want to be an advocate for, for gratefulness yeah. because it costs you nothing. Yeah. And I think it's something that we often hear, like, be grateful, like practice gratitude, be thankful. And it's so easy to be like, yeah, I will, or I do. And, but to, until you really put those practical things, like those five, for example, in place, you're likely not in that mindset. And I'm guilty of that a lot. Um, but it is, I feel like it's, we talked about this earlier, it can feel redundant or expected, but it almost has to be um, yeah. in order to really kind of have that mental shift. So I hope this episode was like exciting and encouraging to be like, oh, I could have that mental shift for like the gratitude. Um, what I'm trying to call, I, I called it something earlier, gratitude enlightenment or something, but it really does like enlighten your mindset. And so I think it's really cool that it's free and yeah. it's something that you can actively do every single day. And it also changes other people's lives. So, um, I hope this was not just another redundant one that goes in one ear out the other. Cause I'm, like I said, very guilty of that. Um, and it's something that is exciting and encouraging to start practicing um, and share this with people. I think this is such a fun one to share because it really, I like those practical parts of it um, that kind of help us understand how we do that in day-to-day life. So Yeah, and maybe you know some people that are going on a road trip this week and don't normally listen to podcasts, just yeah. send it to them and give them something to listen to while they're on the road trip. Yeah, exactly. And if you have kids, sometimes like kids, let's learn how to be grateful. That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for no, the thank, for the thank thankfulness. you for the smoke fry. Oh, yeah. Well, you had the idea. I just named it for I you. know. I needed, I needed like, some, like something smoke to attach fry. to. Smoke fry, smoke fry. I can't well, wait. Hopefully it doesn't light a house on fire yeah no seriously we hope each one of you has a very very happy thanksgiving among the so many things that we have to be grateful for we have you guys and we're so grateful for those of you who watch on youtube or listen on itunes or wherever you access this podcast we really are genuinely grateful for each one of you and uh even though we don't 
get to see a lot of you in person or interact with you in person as as we wish we could um knowing that you're there the comments that you give us the feedback uh it, it's it's been a big part of our life we're really grateful that we get to do this podcast it's so true yeah thank you guys and that was another good, good talk, talk.